2: Good afternoon. You're listening to the Tim DeVos Show, AM 560, WFIL.com, and on the app. A couple minutes after four, glad to have you aboard. Got some sun going this afternoon, 41 the high, clear tonight, low 27, on the cloudy side tomorrow, and a high of 44. A couple football games last night, Washington ruining Pittsburgh's perfect season to date. Steelers were 11 to 0 but lost 23-17. They were ahead, a couple touchdowns. And blew that lead and Washington winds up winning. Uh, Buffalo 34-24 over San Francisco and tonight in Tuesday night football, Dallas at Baltimore at 8:05. Also, Philly's great Dick Allen passing away at age 78. He was rookie of the year back in 1964, American League MVP in 1972, also a seven-time All-Star. And uh, certainly a a big part of the Phillies family. Thank you for tuning in today. We're going to have a fun program. And Victoria, this is day three where you're on the air a little bit. Is your microphone working today?
3: I think it is today.
2: Yes. The first two days (laughs) was like, I don't know if it's working. (laughs) And now it is. So for folks tuning in, Victoria is new to the station and new to our program. She's helping out every day and – you liking the thing, the, the the station so far?
3: I am. I'm having a good time so far.
2: Good. Good. Well, today is going to be kind of fun because it's a show designed for the WFIL listening audience, but also for you because it's going to give you a chance to get ramped up a little bit into what the station's all about i know you looked into the website when you applied to be the producer for the program so you know something but this has been ongoing learning curve and every now and again we like to do what's called like a a smorgasbord show where we play clips to give folks listening in uh, an introduction to what the program's about because people are cycling in all the time and then also those who have been listening for a while just to kind of a good opportunity to re, uh, re-appreciate, if you will, some of the the guests we've had. So are you ready?
3: I'm looking forward to it. Okay. Let's do it.
2: Okay. That's good. Now, um, one of the things I like to let folks know, let's say this is your first day listening to WFIL or maybe in a long time. With this hour in particular, between 4 and 5, we like to have a lot of different guests on the program. We also like to have callers and we do those sorts of things. We do contests and fun stuff. The umbrella for the show is based on a couple of passages in the Bible. I'll briefly read those and then get into a few of our guests to give an idea of who's been on the program, and we'll continue with that throughout the show. Uh, the, the biggest thing, kind of the most well-known verse perhaps in all of sports, uh, sports, I'm thinking all of um, the Bible, but also in sports, I'm thinking John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. And uh, you're a football fan, right, Vic? You've, you've watched a lot of a lot of games in your lifetime.
3: I'm a big sports girl. So yes, yes.
2: and uh, you, you may have seen some games where there used to, there used to be a guy they called him almost Banner Man. Like he would manage to get in all kinds of sporting events, and when the when the nets would go up behind the the goalpost for extra points, he pulled this big yellow banner that said John three sixteen on it, and uh, and it was just a, it became a thing for for many many years. So we, we, um, if there's one verse, I think, in all of the Bible that people are at least familiar with the reference, it's John three sixteen And we say that because we want you to know that if you listen to this station, we hope that you will be pointed to God and, and specifically Jesus Christ and find salvation in him because he talks about that in his word. Uh, but we also realize that radio offers the privacy of listening. So there are folks who are listening who aren't Christians and those who aren't. And so you're welcome to listen in and consider. If you're a believer, we hope that you're encouraged in your faith, and if you're not that you will take that promise to heart. Another verse uh, that comes in, uh, several verses in James chapter 2, uh, first few verses say, my brothers, as believers in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ, don't show favoritism. Suppose a man comes into your meeting wearing a gold ring and fine clothes and a poor man in shabby clothes also comes in. If you show special attention to the man wearing fine clothes and say, here's a good seat for you, but say to the poor man, you stand there. Or, sit on the floor by my feet. Have you not discriminated among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? Later on in verse 8, it says, If you really keep the royal law found in Scripture, love your neighbor as yourself, you are doing right. And those are some verses that also kind of shape the show, meaning that uh, combined with John 3.16... Everybody walking the planet is worth something. In fact, you have eternal value because you're made in God's image. So whether you are a very famous person with lots of money or somebody that nobody knows, so to speak, not famous or don't have much to offer in terms of earthly possessions or stature, doesn't matter here. We like to interview people from a wide variety of backgrounds because not just to be, to be polite or something, but because it's biblical, And because God says to love and not show favoritism to those who just, I mean, it's fine to have friends who are rich or who are famous or whatever, that's fine. It's fun to have guests on this program who offer some insight into interesting things. But not everybody on the program is going to be like that, and that's by design. So that gives you some insight into what this show is about as you're tuning in. Uh, Before we go to our first break, let me just give you a clip or two of a couple of the guests that have been on the program, and I hope we can, during this hour, get a number of these in. Uh, one of the folks that we have had in the past a couple of times is a guy named Jim Daly. He is president of Focus on the Family, which is one of the largest uh, Christian organizations in the country. They have a broadcast every morning, 7 a.m., also plays at 8.30 p.m. on WFI Out. And in fact, we're hoping to have him on the program this coming Friday in conjunction with the fact that there's that year-end match that's going on. We'll explain more about that another time. But Jim, if you didn't know any better, since he's part of this big Christian ministry, you might think he has this— um, you know, amazing story, amazing upbringing and went to church all the time and, you know, was a Christian from when he was two years old or whatever. Here's a little snippet of Jim Daly's story.
4: When I was 15 years old, I was, you know, I was an orphan kid. My mom died when I was nine. I ended up in foster care after our stepdad left the family. Hmm. And then my bio dad reemerged and I lived with him for a year. Then he passed away. And I ended up going to junior high and high school living with my 19 year old brother so it was, uh, you know, I laugh sometimes because the Lord, in his in His wisdom, you know, I look at Dr. Dobson, who came from a really good family and an only child and a normal, intact, healthy family, and then I came from this disaster, dysfunctional yes. <laughs> end of it, and it's just like the Lord to say, you know what, I own it all. It's all mine if you yield yourself to me. And so at 15, those pieces came together for me, and this is why I love Fellowship of Christian Athletes so much, and... I went to a football camp. My football coach had sponsored me to go to, and a guy got down and said, Have men let you down? Has your father let you down? Has your stepfather let you down? I went, Wow, this guy's talking to me. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I just came forward. He said, I'll introduce you to someone who will never let you down, and that's Jesus Christ. And this is why I I believe in FCA and Young Life and all those great organizations that reach teenagers, because uh, they're doing a great job, and it's so frustrating Tim, when I look at it, you look at groups like the ACLU and those that oppose Christian groups in public spaces, public schools, but my goodness, the good work they're doing keeping kids off drugs and alcohol, I'm so sad that the ACLU would have such a downer view of that, that they're more fearful that these kids would get to know God than destroy themselves with drugs and alcohol. It really makes no sense at all.
2: That's Jim Daly again, who is head of Focus on the Family. He'll be joining us this Friday, Lord willing. Uh, part of the reason that we're having him on is to just share more about what Focus on the Family is about. They really do a lot of amazing work. Stronger marriages, stronger relationships between parents and their kids, to advocate for preborn babies and orphans, building up singles, engaging the culture. It's uh, the total package, and we're glad to have them on board. If you happen to give a gift to their ministry before the end of the year, it gets doubled. There's a banner right in our homepage to help advance that work. It's a Give Families Hope banner. And again, we're looking forward to having him on love that. He mentioned Dr. James Dobson who got the ball rolling with focus on the family for many years. And then, uh, Jim Daly took over, um, Two very different backgrounds, as he mentioned, and it's just proof that the power of God is what's what's uh, you know, the issue here and, and how things get done and, and how progress happens and how our lives are transformed. So whether you have a, a really hard background or something that not so hard as hard or a, a, a beautiful background, so to speak, growing up, that God's able to, uh, uh, you know, to use you. And he's really what makes you beautiful, you know, and, and so we encourage you to check out that program too, family talk with Dr. James Dobson. He went on to do that program, and that comes up a little bit after the show today. Get the, uh, get the complete list of all the programs, by the way, of what we do on the radio station at WFIL.com. We'll get a bunch more clips going for you in just a moment. You're listening to The Tim Demos Show on WFIL. You're listening to a podcast of The
5: Tim DeMoss Show. Heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM
2: 560 WFIL. And to WFIL.com. It's 414, the Tim DeMoss Show. One of the things we enjoy doing with the program as we get back into our smorgasbord show. Are you enjoying it so far, Vic? You doing all right over there? Are you, are you snacking? What are you doing over there?
3: I am enjoying it. Indeed.
2: you got to crank your volume. Can you hear me now? Barely. Louder?
3: How about now? A little better, I feel like the guy from that one commercial, remember? Yes, the old. Can you hear me now? Yes, that's right.
2: <laughs> that's the Verizon guy, right? Yep. Uh, yeah. Are you enjoying it so far?
3: I am enjoying it so far. Well, I have... can't wait to get into the, yeah. Rest
2: of the All, guests. Right. All right, we have we have set it up now, kind of set the table for things, and mentioned we had Jim Daly focus on the family first. Let's shift now to an example of someone we have from the community. Some of our guests are national scope, like Jim Daly. Some of our guests are like Jill Page, who uh, does a a nonprofit called Every Good Gift. And she has a couple of other things she had done prior to this ministry. um, And I'll just let her share about this. We had Jill on back on the 27th of this year. Uh, Here we go.
6: So I did work with Urban Family Council for 19 years. I did programs in schools and churches, but primarily in the Philadelphia public schools. And I was working with young people who were coming out of poverty and trying to understand some of the choices that were being made and why people did what they did. I went from there to work at Bethany and worked in a program called Safe Families for Children where we tried to have host families from churches host children so that they wouldn't end up in foster care for something that was a temporary crisis. When I did Safe Families, uh, we added a section of it for young mothers where we could have a young woman um, stay with a host family for up to a year if she was pregnant or parenting a wow. baby. And uh, it, it was great to be able to do that. We did a um, a support group for the moms, some of them that we were hosting and some that we weren't hosting. When I was with Urban Family Council, we did a, a program. It was nine or I think it was ten lessons long for mm-hmm. teen parents. So in the the high schools and sometimes even in the middle schools, we had this teen parent program. And so that was really on my heart. Wow. I was seeing the situations that young people were in.
2: They clarified not parents of teens, teenage parent,
6: wow. right? And some young women in high school on not even their first pregnancy, but on second or beyond.
2: You you had mentioned. Uh, I know uh, you talk about when you first were working with Urban Family Council, and then the the, the people you were encountering. I guess you're bringing, and uh, maybe for a second, share your personal upbringing compared to the the lives of those you were stepping into
6: so i had a probably a pretty typical middle class upbringing i had married parents and grew up in the suburbs and they took us on vacations and paid for piano lessons and drove me to piano lessons and made sure i practiced and um i i think i made an assumption that everybody had a similar upbringing and and i would look at um what I had done in life, nothing, you know, super exciting, but I'd say other people can do that. They can work hard in school and join activities and have something to put on their college application and they go to college and they can get a good job. What I came to realize is that um, that was a, a rather privileged upbringing that not everybody has. And so some of the students I was working with in the public schools were being raised in generational poverty where two or more generations were living in poverty. And and um, the people who wrote the book, Bridges Out of Poverty, they say that each group, generational poverty, middle class, and wealth, has its own set of hidden rules and values. Mm. Part of the problem is that the schools and the workplace run on middle class hidden rules and values, and nobody teaches them. So if you grew up in generational poverty – You don't know some of the basic things that are required for a job. So that's part of what we're trying to do at Every Good Gift is to teach those basic soft skills, not to say what you were raised with is bad or wrong. It's You need some additional skills to succeed in the workplace.
2: That's Jill Page, again, with a a local organization called Every Good Gift, and it employs uh, single moms who have young children for the most part, and they – uh, learn those soft skills like being on time to work and how to you know do do manage your money and um, how to cr- you know create and anyhow it's a, it's a wonderful ministry it's local again, it's called every good gift and that's uh, Jill Page uh, and she was on back on February 27th of this year. So that's an example of what you'll hear on the program every now and again. We want to spotlight the tri-state area uh, as much as we can as well during the program. The local angle, can now take place in other forms. It's not just through ministries. you heard from Jim Daly focus on the family before Jill Page. Uh, another example of local John Butterworth, who's done traffic in Philadelphia for forty years, and we had him on this summer talking about that.
7: I distinctly remember the first time I broadcast all across the country, and that was during the Phillies World Series. Oh, I think it was nineteen eighty yeah. The,
2: yes. the champion, when they won.
7: Yes. 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 And uh, there was a World Series game scheduled, I think, for the afternoon. And I was going to take a, uh, get the car washed. And I heard this enormous explosion. And I saw this huge plume of black smoke. And there were two tankers that collided on 95 at Broad Street and caught on fire.
0: Whoa.
7: And when I got there, there was a wall of fire cascading off of Interstate 95. Into South Philadelphia. Wow. Excellent. And I was uh, nationwide on CBS News.
2: that John barterworth who currently does traffic on our sister station, Philadelphia's AM 990 The Answer, which is a uh, conservative news talk station. So you can check John out each weekday morning between 6 and 9. Chris DeGall hosts that program. Um, when we were interviewing, and for those just tuning in, uh, Victoria is our new producer of the program. And uh, when we were doing the interview process, we had a lot of wonderful people who applied. One of the things that was kind of neat about you is that you're local. So you grew up in the tri state area, right? And you have family all over the place. So,
3: yes. Uh, most of my family is from Pennsylvania, but I am from Audubon, New Jersey. Okay. South Jersey. It's near Cherry Hill. Yeah. Um, we're the hometown of Joe Flacco. That's so right. That Ravens quarterback. That's yeah. right. So there's that sports, you know, connection. Um, but <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I grew up uh, right nearby.
2: So you and so you and you went to school at Rutgers, you mentioned, right?
3: I did. I went to Rutgers, New Brunswick. So uh, for
2: college. So you're well, not that that had to be part of who we hired here. But that was kind of like, oh, it's kind of nice because you, you get the you mentioned John Butterworth mentioning I-95 there. And you certainly have. You know, been on that, I'm sure, and and are familiar with the roads. Oh, yeah. (laughs)
3: Driving that, yep.
2: (laughs) Yes. So, and part of what we are hoping to do with the radio station WFIL overall is, of course, build into the community. It's one of the reasons this hour exists, is to have opportunities to have local guests on and to take callers, too. If you happen to want to give a quick call this morning or this afternoon, you're certainly welcome to at 800-560-WFIL 800-560-9345. In fact, As an example of that, uh, we have had in the past, uh, in fact, about a year ago this time, we had a a show which was dedicated to folks calling in and simply sharing about, uh, uh, you know, their Christmas memory or whatever it might be. And this is a gentleman named Brian who called in on the 13th of December last year.
7: Maybe about four or five years ago, we were struggling with cake for Christmas dinner. Hmm. We were so used to the usual, so I said, I got an idea. I'm going to cook dinner. And everybody's like, okay, Dad, what is that going to (laughs) be? So I rushed down to 9th Street two days before, which is South Philly's finest uh, meat places, and I went and bought some lamb chops. And then I Googled lamb chops. What can you do with nice lamb chops? (laughs) So. I bought the lamb chops, and I Googled and found out that you can make what's called a chutney. Oh. So I made a mango salsa and chutney, and I grilled chops. And my and father came over. I had people come in from out of town. And they was like, this is not the normal that we eat. I said, I know. Just trust me. You'll love it. And wow! Sure enough, look at you. We gave God thanks, and we had that. I forget what the side dishes were, but everybody was amazed. That's Brian. Uh,
2: who did you hear him talk about that mango chutney, Vic? That was <laughs> that sounds so great. That sounds good. It sounds delicious. Do you like to? Get in the kitchen, make some stuff every night? you have a special recipe Christmas time or anything?
3: Uh, Yes, I do. I would like to say my mom still does most of the work. Which is fine. Uh, by the way, I love lamb because I have some Greek in me. Oh. Um, but, yeah, we don't usually do lamb around Christmas. My mom either does a nice ham or okay. sometimes we'll have a bird. That's good. But it's, I'm not quite there doing it all myself yet.
2: My wife just made some chutney the other day, and it, it's – it's, as there's any of those things, it feels like it should. Everybody like wants to scoop it on with their. It, they, it goes real quick. It's like chutney, it, it's, I don't know if it's hard to make or not, but my wife makes them in these you know, nice jars.
3: I think my mom's made mango chutney before.
2: Yeah, and it's delicious. It's just that it goes really quick. It's like, hey, uh, can you pass that down here? Before? Don't take all of that. It's gone. <laughs> right. So, anyhow, uh, so anyway, that's Brian. And we hope, uh, partly also as we. Are winding the year down and heading into next year uh, to incorporate more and more callers. We've been, we've done that off and on, but we're hoping to maybe go that direction a little bit more with the program. So feel free. Our toll free number is 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. Even if today you'd like to give a quick call and say hello to Victoria, welcome her aboard. You're welcome to do that or whatever else you want when you want to chime in with your holiday recipe. That's cool. Uh, we are taking time today to, to do like a smorgasbord show and play for you some clips from previous programs, give an idea of what this program is about, kind of introducing Victoria to it. She's new to the job here, but we'd like to do this every now and again on the program. Anyway, it's a way of looking back and appreciating some of the guests we've had and, and helping those who are new to the station and new to the program know what it's about. We'll be back with more in just a moment. to the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. You're listening to
5: a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show. Heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com.
2: It's 429, the Tim DeMoss Show. will check on the uh, forecast and uh, sports in a moment. want to give you one more clip during our smorgasbord show and continue on from there. Uh, we are doing a local thing before the break there. Jill Page with Every Good Gift, which is a local ministry. Uh, John Butterworth has done traffic in this market for close to four decades now. And uh, Brian, who was a caller to the station about a year ago, sharing his, his mango chutney recipe or something. And uh, that was fun. Um, G.E. Smith is a gentleman you may or may not know off the top of your head, but you'll know the music he's associated with. He is um, the guitar player, I think the lead guitarist for Philly's own Hall and & Oates. And I'm trying to remember, we had him on, it was back in September, I believe. And just uh, every now and again, we'll have somebody on like that just sharing about whether they got an album coming out or whatever's going on. And especially with the Philly angle, thought it'd be kind of fun to have him on, so he just shared for a moment. Uh, about his background with the band.
8: Well, yeah, with & the whole thing was a highlight. I mean, they're, obviously, they're both Pennsylvania guys, you know? Yeah. When I met them, I was supposed to sort of audition, but all I did was talk to them and was going, yeah, you know, Pennsylvania, blah, 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 blah talking about stuff. But yeah, I was in. And then when I started that gig, I was getting paid $200 a week, $100 to play the guitar and $100 to drive one of the cars. <laughs> we were playing bars, man. We were playing joints. And then boom, things hit and got huge, and they became, you know, like that. So that was all highlight. And then Saturday Night Live, there were so many great things that happened. My favorite was always to be able to have whoever was in town, whatever great guitar player was in town, I would invite them to sit in with the band. The camera would come up, and you'd see David Gilmore, Eddie Van Halen, uh, you know, people like that. And that was always a nice surprise, I think, for people watching TV.
2: That's G. E. Smith again with Hall of Notes, but also I didn't mention on the other side of that that he'd been a band leader on Saturday Night Live for a lot of years, too. And so he's just sharing about that. He was a humble guy. I actually appreciate it. I enjoyed hearing uh, you know talking with him. That was September fourth of this year. The podcasts of all these clips you're hearing are on our homepage at WFIL.com. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Just type in Tim Demoss show. Um so, forecast, a lot of clouds uh, we had earlier, but now it's kind of on the sunny, had some sun, at least for a while. Eventually, clear skies tonight, low 27 on the cloudy side tomorrow, high 44. Washington v. Pittsburgh 23-17 last night in Monday Night Football, ending the Steelers' uh, perfect season thus far. They were 11-0. Buffalo 34-24 over San Francisco. Tonight, it's Dallas and Baltimore at eight oh five And... Phillies' great Dick Allen passing away at age 78. He was Rookie of the Year back in 1964, American League MVP in 1972, seven-time All-Star. Uh, a bunch of uh, Phillies and uh, family members, if you will, released statements about the the passing of um, of uh, Dick Allen, and I want to uh, read one for you here in a second. Uh, we'll cycle back to that in a moment. We, we do also just kind of in a little mini sports report here have – Guests on the program, if you will, via Zoom, in the sense that um, we may not have an athlete call directly, but we have relationships with the the Philly sports teams. And I was on a Zoom call with the Eagles a couple of nights ago after the they lost uh, on Sunday night, and quarterback Jalen Hurts was on the program uh, was was on the Zoom call, and I'm just going to play a clip for you here. He was asked about having to wait to have a chance to start. Carson Wentz was put in the bench, and um, here's what Jalen Hurts had to say about: Has it been hard to wait for his opportunity or whatever it might be?
9: God, God
5: has God has done so much, so many things throughout my life. He's brought me to so many places, and He's put me in so many situations. You know, I, I always told myself it's not something that you're stuck in; it's something you're going through. And whether it be the different adversities I experienced in college, um, or coming here to Philadelphia, it, it's it's a test of, of faith and and patience i think everybody has a good feel for my story but none of in my heart none of that matters right now you know we, we we still have an opportunity to do something we want to do as a team and um we just got to come together believe and go attack it full head of steam
2: that's jalen hurts of the eagles and uh bringing victoria back in here for a second you- among the things you've done in your lifetime prior to coming to the WFIL, you had a chance to be at the Eagles, which is kind of cool. You did some seasonal work, right?
3: Yes. I was hired right out of college uh, to work in their front office within their creative department. I don't know if it's changed since then, the name of it, but uh, to do stuff for their website and to create some social media content and uh, it was from 2016 to 2017 so unfortunately it was the season right before they won it all (laughs) which was very disappointing but I was just so happy to be there when most of the coaches and players that wanted all were there. Yeah, And uh, of course, it was great to watch it on TV, you know, who was the a, first who, ever.
2: Who was a player or a coach that you got to know during your time there that you respected for whatever reason?
3: They were all pretty friendly. Um, some of them took more of an interest to in what we did as far as, you know, sneaking in and talking to us. I'd In your Dave department? Fipp, yeah, in our department. Dave Fipp was uh, very nice. He's a special um, teams coordinator. Yes. He's still with the team. Yes, he is. Um, and I would say that Frank Reich was, who's no longer there, he's now the head coach of the coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Right. He's friendly. Uh,
2: Solid Christian man, too. Uh,
3: yes. I would say most of them were. Doug was friendly. Okay. You know, they'd say hello to you in the hallway when you're walking by. But um, How about
2: Carson? Did you ever get to... Them- talk to Carson or just kind of in the... I
3: actually had a very awkward encounter with Carson um, I had accidentally bumped into him in the hallway when I was texting uh, <laughs> my first week there so I learned uh, I learned pretty early on the Nova Novacare complex hallways are pretty narrow and you gotta watch where you're going but he was very gracious about it so,
2: that's very funny uh,
3: yeah <laughs> that's,
2: that's a good story so when I talk to my daughter do- because I have conversation with our daughters about texting this would be a good example of like all right see what happens you, you might Although some people wouldn't mind bumping into Carson Wentz, if it, if texting is that's what it led to, of course you have to be employed by the team to. Be in position to bump into them. That's funny. Well, uh, so that's cool. Um, and Victoria is a new producer, so we're glad to have her on board. If you want to give a quick call and say hello today as part of our Smorgasbord show we're doing, giving you some clips from the past and um, a part of what we hope to do, and we played a caller for you a little while ago, we love the program to be interactive. So do feel free as we maybe move in that direction a little bit more in the days to come, 800-560-WFIL if you want to give a call and say hello, 800-560-9345. I was mentioned the passing uh, of, of uh, Phillies' great Dick Allen yesterday and um, Mike Schmidt, uh, among many Phillies. Jimmy Rollins, Charlie Manuel, Greg Luzinski, uh, among others who have commented since Dick's passing yesterday. Schmidt says a great man passed away this morning much too soon. We lost a friend, a teammate and a mentor. Thanks to John Middleton and the Phillies. Uh, Dick's career has been acknowledged as one of the best of all time. Appropriately, no one will ever wear number 15 again. He will always hold a special place in my career from watching him in college, then being a teammate, and finally being part of his number retirement ceremony. I think that was this past September. Hopefully, Dick's career will soon be honored by the National Baseball Hall of Fame. And that's Mike Schmidt, uh, the Hall of Famer himself, and of course, 1980 World Series champion. We had him on the program back on May 29th talking about some lighter matters. And here's a clip from that interview with Mike Schmidt.
9: I started when I was three. Wow. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
9: Okay, well, then. that was with, a, that was with a, a tennis ball and a stick in my backyard. Sure. Uh, but no, I, um, sports was my life back then. It was a different time uh, that we lived in. It was all about being outside and and playing whatever the season it was uh you know as I grew older uh you know got into my um you know good ten eleven twelve, and into my teens uh and then uh you know played every sport uh we were throwing footballs and shooting basketballs and and, and uh playing some kind of stick ball or wiffle ball or something uh and then when we got big enough, you know little League come came along and uh um you new know, pop Warner football stuff like that uh got into high school and then of course uh uh it was sort of big time seasonal sports uh football basketball baseball uh played them all uh didn't really have a favorite of, of any of them just wanted to be with my friends and guys I played the other sports with and uh Whatever sport it was, that's the one we played. And everybody wanted to be the best guy on the team at whatever sport it was. You know, it was very competitive back then. Yeah. We didn't have uh, cell phones. Uh, you know, we didn't have the Internet. We, we didn't have uh, really any reason. Uh, the only reason to stay home would have been homework. and Who wants to do that? So, <laughs> um, Homework and sleep, I guess. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, yes. And eat. Yeah, we had to eat. So, you know, our lives were much different than the kids' lives are today. And um, I wouldn't have wanted to grow up in any other in any other time in history than the time that I did. Hmm. Um, and it's unfortunate that that kids nowadays, uh, well, they are a lot of times forced to specialize. Uh, they're they're um, a lot of them are attached to internet, uh, attached to cell phones and uh, iPads, and you know it's a whole different world that, that they live in now, and uh, it's a different. It's 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 hard. It's hard to be competitive now. It's hard to it's hard to stick out because um, everyone specializes and every you know the, the players. I don't know that they, they, they aren't. Um, I guess a lot of them aren't really allowed to um, play them all. You know, to play all the sports. Uh, yeah. yeah, they are forced to play one sport year round, and sport- they want to specialize in those sports, and they. They're trained year round to play golf, for you know, to play basketball or football or baseball or what it is. They they work year round with a coach, uh, a mentor um, on the same sport year round. I don't think that's good, um, but then again, I'm you know I'm what? seventy years old. I'm looking about my life and uh, how successful I was as an athlete. And uh, sure, you have a ton of really really great athletes nowadays, but uh, I think I think the percentage of kids making it as uh, as great athletes uh now is a lot less than it was you know when when i played
2: it's philly's 1980 world series champion and hall of fame third baseman mike schmidt he joined us may 29th of this year podcast of that on our homepage wfil.com scroll through help yourself feel free to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get yours uh tim DeMoss show shows what you look up Today we're doing a smorgasbord show. Victoria is our new producer, kind of introducing her to the show a little bit. But hi, we do everyone. this, yeah, yeah, right. And if you want to call and say hi to Victoria, the number is 800-560-WFIL. The three of us can have a conversation and welcome her aboard, 800-560-9345, because phone calls are part of what we do around here, too. If you're shy, you can text in 610-500-DOVE. That's fine, too. But the phone call aspect, I'm looking forward to. Uh, incorporating more into our fine broadcast quick break we'll come back with more of the tim demas show you're listening to am 560 WFIL.com and the WFIL app thanks for tuning in to the tim demas show
5: podcast with am 560 WFIL and
7: wfil.com
2: it's 444 on the tim demas show on WFIL doing a smorgasbord program today and giving you cross-section of uh, guests we've had in recent weeks and months and victoria our new producer is also getting education on where the program's been in so far so good right vic we're doing all right
3: yes i believe so
2: we've yes. had jim daly focus on the family has been on we've played clips from him jill page with a local ministry every good gift john butterworth local traffic guru for 40 years brian a local caller shared his mango chutney recipe Jalen Hurts of the Eagles, Mike Schmidt of the Phillies. And now we shift over a little bit to kind of the world of entertainment, if you will. Uh, and, and, you know, not all our, not all, all of our guests are believers. Many are. Uh, sometimes there's a lot of boxes that get checked. We like to have local guests to international and beyond. We actually had an astronaut on once. His name is Garrett Reisman, and he was on the moon. And uh, so even beyond international. Uh, folks who are believers, some who are not, we'll have those on. We have uh, folks from different backgrounds and all that, and uh, this is kind of the world of entertainment we're going to jump into to give you an idea of what you'll hear on this program if you listen long enough. Um, both of the next couple, both also happen to be Christians. Uh, this guy, Nick Wallenda, you know who Nick Walenda is, Vic? Any idea? Have you heard of him?
3: Um, yes.
2: You have?
3: I believe is he like a Chris Angel type person?
2: I don't know Chris Angel. Do you?
3: Lots of dares and well, dangerous things. He,
2: he, dangerous things for sure. He is like I think it's a seventh generation. Um, he, he does like crossing the Grand Canyon on a high high wire thing, like and
3: like a modern day Houdini.
2: <laughs> well, he's not escaping. He's putting himself in position to get in in trouble. Uh, here's an example. Back in I think it was. June uh, of last year was it? All right, man, I'm, the years are the years kind of off for me remembering. But um, he crossed Times Square. I think it was June of this year. Anyway, one of the last couple of June's, he walked across from Times Square one to Times Square two. The buildings. His sister's on the other end of the rope. They're twenty five stories up in the air with no net. And uh, here's what he had to say about the thought about. Does it occur to you, you like, while you're out there that maybe something bad could happen?
1: You know, I, I try to practice not allowing fear to overtake my mind. And, and I always give that analogy when I'm speaking to, to businesses around the world of, uh, you know, uh, that, that negativity is kind of like a weed growing in your garden. If you're allowed to take over, don't pull it out right away. It'll take over your garden. And that's the same with, with negativity in our mind. So I'm, I'm constantly practicing that in every walk of life. Uh, so I try to make that my life of not allowing that negativity uh, to, to, to come into my mind. You know, I'm very bold in my faith. If you watch any of my walks, I'm, I'm very bold about who I am, and, and that's where I find my ground and my center. In fact, we will have, uh, we'll have worship music playing in our ears as we walk, uh, both me and my sister. Um, as we're walking that wire, the public won't hear that necessarily, but we certainly will. Um, because that's kind of where we find our ground and our center. But it, it is certainly a talent and gift that God has given me to bring glory to his name. Uh, I'm uh, very careful when I speak uh, to let people know that I don't necessarily believe that God is holding me on that wire, not that he couldn't. He certainly has those powers. But he's given us a mind of wisdom, and we have to train and prepare for every event on our own. Uh, so, so my prayer more is that people are touched and inspired. I think everyone is walking a wire through life we're all trying to get to the other side and this is the perfect analogy and hopefully the perfect inspiration where someone like my sister who shouldn't be alive not only recovered but she's on a wire uh doing something that people would say is impossible before an accident let alone
2: after it's nick walenda and if i was thinking more clearly obviously it was 2019 since they would not have had a big event like that in new york city this year thank you well, I'm a little tired these days but that was nick walenda and uh, love what he had to say. He actually mentioned in there, just for folks who might be like, well, isn't it kind of risky? Yeah. Uh, but he says, I had one of the questions during the podcast was, um, how do you train for going up on a wire 25 stories above the ground? And he talked about uh, the very specific regimen training, just like an athlete would for for whatever they're doing, for weeks and months and how many hours per day. He spent, it's not just like, I got this gift. I have big feet or something and I, I can do this. It's, he takes it super seriously for, for weeks and months to train. So that's Nick Walenda, June 19, 2019 is where you'll find that podcast. Also from the public uh, spotlight, you might recognize or, or know if you are a follower of the program, The Voice, the singing, you know, the show with a lot of the, the musical judges like Kelly Clarkson and, uh, and, uh, John Legend and others. Um, season 18 winner. I think we're in 19 now, but season 18 winner Todd Tillman joined us. He happens to be a pastor from Mississippi. He was on with us, and here's what he had to say: uh, a little bit of uh, the snippet of that conversation.
10: My my wife, I always love to say that she is the gas and I'm the brake. You know, that, in our <laughs> relationship, <laughs> like uh, she's the one who says let's go for it, and I'm the one who says let's think about it. <laughs> That's great. And uh, so. So she has just been invaluable to me. Uh, even with the adoption, like I said, she's the one who came to me and said, I, "I'm ready to do this. I think we should do this." And so, um, so she's just been, you know, with this with this audition with the Voice. I was, I'd made up my mind. I'm going to stay at the house. We've been really busy. We had actually just come home from a long road trip, and she's like, "No, you should go. You're going to regret it if you don't go." But it's really kind of been that way our entire marriage. You know, we've one of my favorite things though to tell people is i hope that i hope that we can translate that we have um, we haven't had like this fairy tale marriage you know we went through some really rough spots our our marriage almost officially ended one time but uh you know we've we worked it out and, and better for it you know
2: that's todd tillman from the voice on our smorgasbord show final break come back with a few more clips And again, if you want to give a quick call in to say hello to our new producer, Victoria, the number is 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. Thanks for listening in today. It's Tim DeMoss Show and WFIL. Live and local.
5: It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast
2: continues. It's 4.53 on the Tim DeMoss Show. And yeah, we go to the phones for a moment. Hello, who do we have here? Are you there? Uh, yeah. Hi.
11: Hi. you just talking to me. I hear you on my radio, and I'm like, wait. Are you I talking am. To me? Yeah. Who's it? What's your name? <laughs> uh, my name is Brooke. Hi, Brooke. How um, you doing? I'm, I'm good. How are you? Good. I remember. I remember hearing you on 990. Um, in the early, in the nineties, I think it was the late nineties. Um, and I think you probably still are friends with, uh, someone named Penny. She used to call you in the morning on the way to, uh, um, I was in the car once when she did that. And, uh, we actually, I had a lot of friends, um, in that went to, uh, Calvary Chapel, Chapel, Philly, um, under, Joe, uh, Pastor Joe, and um, they all, I'm pretty sure a lot of people listened to 990 um, back then, and I hope they're hearing this, and I just want to, if I could just say a a shout out, just say, um, I I just forgive my ex-husband, and I just want him, wish him the best, and I hope that all of our our friends that we used to have um, back then, um, just are following the Lord and seeking Him, and same with my ex. Um, Mm. um, And I, you know, it takes a long time to be able to be um, unafraid after going through something that, you know, what what I went through. Um, And um, I I basically, I have to, you know, live my life out loud, you know, um, let my life shine with what, um, who the Lord is, you know, we're mm-hmm. like stained glass windows, you know, mm-hmm. we have, we do, you know, it's kind of like a pun, um, because we are stained, but His light shines through us, each of us in a different, beautiful way, and um, we have to let Him do that, and so um, yeah. I just want to say, I love your station, because I, I love, that you and I just heard something about Walt Cooper, and I was like, "Wait, that's like yeah. from like over 20 years ago." I remember him too, and uh, right. I don't always catch your station. Obviously, this is like memory lane for me right now. Um, I actually slid on black ice and had a telephone hit a telephone pole about almost eight years ago, and um, lost all of my. Um, Memories and um, they've been just coming back in the last couple years, so that's why I'm like, I'm kind of like more outgoing now because I, you know, I had a long time where I didn't have um, any memory of anything um, in my past. I had my current life, Um, I remembered where I worked and I went back to work, thank God, but um, it was really hard. Um, It's really hard living a life with brain injury because you always have so many symptoms that you're. You know, dealing with concurrently with you know just looking fine, yes. and um, and as a result, I am on SFDI SSDI now, and I um, I can work part time, but not full time anymore because I can't uh, really always sleep the night through, and it can be dangerous. Um, have you know be in the car? Yeah. Um, well. But I'm I'm thankful though because I can you know there's so many people. That suffer with brain injury and they need the Lord too. Amen. And I'm really thankful to be able to, um, you know, let them know how the Lord carries me through this walk.
7: Brooke,
2: it's gl- um, it's it's good to hear from you. We're down to just the last minute of the show, but feel free. We're here every day four okay. to five, and so feel free oh, to call okay. again and all that. And.
11: Yeah. Well, thank you. And thank you for letting me talk. And I, I just appreciate your show and you. I was at Pen, uh, Tim and Penny's wedding when you were there. I
2: did it 20 years and, ago. That's right. That's amazing. I remember that. Brooke, thank you so much yeah. for calling in. And God bless you. Have God a bless you. great rest of your day. Thank you. There you go. Well, Victoria, so now we close our program with a phone call there. We had more clips we could air, but we got we can always do it tomorrow or days to come.
3: Yep, we got more coming.
2: But isn't that kind of cool? That's that's what we hope this program can be, more and more offering folks a chance to, to call in and share their heart and what God's doing and make that connection. So there we are. Thanks for listening in. We look forward to tomorrow's program when... Um, we have a very special guest his name is Ken Lander co-founder of Thrive Farmers with that big coffee contest we're doing coffee by the way that we're giving away it's it's served at Chick-fil-A so if you're wondering for like a, a reference point that's that's the coffee we're giving away big of it. Jim Max Max 413 Ministries leads in prayer next have a great night